This week, we're studying the rules governing the operations of partnerships. In this segment, we consider the halacha regarding a partner who provides the partnership with the use of his property or with his services without any prior arrangement for compensation. The Shulchan Aruch rules in Chashen Mishpat, Simon Kufayin Vav, Sifmem Dalet, Im Echon Me'ashutfin, Ta'an Esek Ashutfis Al one of the partners loads the merchandise of the partnership onto his animal for transportation, or he places it in his shop, without any arrangement for compensation for this. When it comes time for the partnership to divide the profits or losses, he first takes the rent of his animal or his shop. After that, the partners divide whatever's left, the profit or loss, according to the standard rules for the division of profits and losses. The Pisei qualifies this, and says, he thinks it's obvious, He can only charge the partnership rent for the type of property for which one normally charges rent. Like the examples of the Shulchan Aruch, Kamar, or Chanus, a donkey, or a shop, those are commercial things. People rent those out, so you can charge rent for those. But not if you provide the partnership with the use of property for which you don't normally charge rent, if you let them use your pen, if you provide them perhaps with a ride, the partnership goods with a ride in your personal vehicle, in your car. Then the Pesach Hoshan adds, he's not sure, if we have property for which you normally would not be allowed to charge rent. Person has an empty lot, someone comes without authorization, uses the property, lives there, does some work there, even though he was nene, even though he has enough from it, the person who owns the property was lo chaser, it wasn't kaimala agra, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't going to be rented out, so he can't charge. But that's with two people who have no relationship. But this partner who provided the partnership with the use of his empty lot, even though it wasn't kaimala agra, but he intended to charge the partnership for the use of his property. If someone uses someone else's property intending to pay, then he has to pay. So here, the shutuf, on behalf of the shutfus, is, is using the, using the property that belongs to himself. It's his own, he's on both sides of the transaction. But since he decided to use the property intending to charge the partnership schar, it's like the, the it's like the partnership represented by him, agreed to use the property intending to pay schar. So maybe in such a case, they do have to pay rent, even though it's a chater, de lokai malagra. In Simon Kufayin Ches of Gimel, the Shulchan Aruch brings a similar halacha, that a partner is allowed to charge the partnership. Here, the question is, if he provides the partnership with work or services. Shutuf shiyarad l'sadam shutefes, v'avda, a partner goes to, the, to a field that's, that belongs to the partnership, and he does some work. Chashiv kiyarid brishus. He's considered like a yarid brishus. A yarid is someone who does work for someone else without an explicit contract for compensation. The halacha is he is allowed to charge. There are different types of yarid. There's yarid brishus, a yarid who's considered authorized, even if he doesn't have an explicit contract uh, providing him compensation. A yarid shalob brishus, someone who is yarid in a case where he's considered unauthorized. There is a sadahatsuyalita, a field whose destiny, who's likely, um, the plan was to do with that field, the expected plan for that field was what the Yorei did, a field where what the Yorei did was not what people were expected to do with the field. So there are different rules for how much compensation the Yorei gets in these various cases, but a Yorei always gets some compensation, generally gets some compensation. 
Ashutuf the Shulchan Aruch says a partner who is a Yared, who doesn't have a contract but provides services, is considered a Yared Burishus, an authorized Yared, and he gets a higher level of compensation. How much? He gets whatever the local sharecroppers charge. If they charge, if they, if, if they charge, or if they take 30% of the, of the produce, that's when, that, that's what he gets as well. Normally, when it comes to a regular yarage, if it's Einasu Yalita, he might get less, but a Shutuf, a Shutuf who is a member of the partnership, is considered like a Yarid Burishus regardless. And the same halacha the Shulchan Aruch continues applies to metalchalin, to personal property, Buhuadin Masasik Belorishus. If he's if he does does work without explicit authorization, but Dabra Metalchalmashutov with movable property of the Shutfus, the same halacha applies. Now the Ramah adds a halacha from some Rishonim, including the Mukayosef, that the Shutuf is not treated entirely like a Yari Brishus, in one important way. The Eina Shutuf notal a shutuf is only allowed to take his hotzah, the expenditures that he made, only, only up to the amount of shvach that he generated. If he, if he made $100 in expenditures and he made $1,000 of shvach or $500 of shvach, then he can get his full hotzah back. He can get what the Arisa Ha'er get. But if the shvach was less, or if the shvach was zero, then lowish biyach klum, klum. His maximum, his cap, is the amount of shvach. If the shvach was less than the hotzah, then he's limited by the amount of shvach. This is not like a, a normal Yared Rishus. A real Yared who has actual Rishus, a real Yared Rishus is going to get his Hotzah even if the Shvach was less than the Hotzah. But there are Mab Paskins that a Shutuf is not entirely like a Yared Rishus and he is limited by the amount of Shvach. He cannot collect more than the Shvach even if his Hotzah, even if his expenditures were indeed greater than the Shvach. He can still only get, the maximum he can get is the amount of Shvach and if it's zero, it's zero. The Beishmuel in Ebenezer brings a dissenting opinion. Bishmuel and Simon Peches, the, the context there is a, is a husband who was Motzi Hotzos and Lifsin Melochel Ishtokitana. He's married to a minor and he makes some Hotzos expenditures regarding her Nixin Melog, her property that he has usufruct. He has the right to use her property and keep the, keep the Shvach from it. So he was Motzi Hotzos and then she, she performed Mion, so she dissolved the marriage. So at this point, we treat him, we, we, the property is going to go to her, but we, get, we let him collect for his services, for the work he did as a Yarit. So we treat him like a Yarit Brishus. The Shaman Lo Ka'aris, we give him like an Aris, as we just saw in Chashemish, but also, Sharei Brishus Yarat. He was a Yarit Brishus, and therefore we give him the, we give him the higher level of compensation that a Yarit Brishus gets. Beishmul says, Mash Madadino Ki Yarit Brishus Mamash. We treat him 100% like a Yarit Brishus. And that means that he gets hotel, he gets to collect his expenditures, afilu Even if his hotel is more than the shvach. He says this is implied by the Rambam and the Tur and the language of the Shulchan Aruch and so on. And this is the halacha regarding a Baal, a husband, vis-a-vis his wife. But the Beishmuel continues and says that, 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 that the postkim are mashved in shotifludin hotzi hotzos nuchse ishto, kitana. We treat a partner the same way that we would treat the husband in this case who made expenditures with regard to his minor wife's property, and then the marriage dissolved, nearly, nearly the sphere laid, should have not told Gamkin Kiyari Brishus. So according to this Rambam and Shulchan Aruch, a Shutuf is treated entirely like a Yarid Brishus, and that means, even if the expenditures were greater than the Shvach, he's still, enti- he's still entitled to collect the Hotzah, and all this is Lokin Muki Yosef, not Lokin Muki Yosef, that the Ramah Paskin like in Chosh Mishpat, that said, 
the shirt of Enonot will share Hotzah, because Hotzah Yosu Mishvach. Mukhi Yosef said the shirt of Kanak collect his Hotzah if it's more than the Shvach. So the, the Ramah, who doesn't comment here in Shulchanar, here in Ebenezer, and in Choshen Mishpah, he just says that a Shutuf is limited by the amount of Shvach, seems to hold that, either he holds that in the case of Isha as well, he, he's not exactly like a Yard Brishus, or he, or, or he distinguishes between Isha and Shutuf, but, but the Beishmul says no, Shutuf, a partner, and a Baal Benichse Ishto are the same, they're treated the same, the implication of the Rambam and the Shulchan Aruch is that they both are treated like Yard Brishus, Entirely like a yard brishus, they get hotzah even if it is greater than the shvach. That is a shutuf notol gamkin yard brishus. The filum hotzah yarsim shvach lokin muki yosef. That the and the bishmol notes that the ramah in, in choshen mishpat passing like the muki yosef, but in simon shenai and hay in choshen mishpat the shulchanor brings the rambam that seems to treat shutuf the same as balvin echse ishto ishto katana. We already said that that's treated like a yard brishus entirely. So, so we would have a stira between the Ramah and the Shulchan Aruch, or a chiluk between, uh, or we have to be mechalik between a Baal and a Shurtaf. The Shmuel says the Iker is, he feels, is, the Iker is, is like he says, he thinks that he's right, that a Shurtaf and a Baal Benesni Ishtar before Mion are both treated like Yarid Rishus entirely, and they both get Hotzah, even if it is greater than the Shvach. Now there is a, a somewhat problematic Nesivas. Even though we just saw that when a shutter provides the use of his assets to a partnership, like his shop or his animal, he's entitled to collect rent, the Nesiva says, even, and even though we also just saw that a shutter is treated like a yarate, if he's mozi hotzos, if he expends resources to improve the property of the shutfus, he's entitled to collect hotzah even more than the shvach, but at least up to the shvach, he's entitled to collect as a yarate. The Nesivas, the Nesivas in Kufa and Zion says that a shutter who does some work, some kircha, extends effort, is not entitled to charge the shutfus in general for his effort. That, that if Bashar shutfin, ordinary shutfin, barring certain special cases, really any effort is the duty of both of them equally. One shutf did extra work. He's not entitled to charge for his work, for his labor. He didn't tell them that I'm doing this for you and I want you to agree to pay me more. He just unilaterally decided to do some extra work. The other Had you told me I would have done the work also. I didn't ask you to do all the work. So who asked you? So don't expect me to pay for your extra work. There's only one case. There's one case in the Siva says where he agrees that he could charge for the work. Where one shutuf is incapacitated, is unable to work, then the other shutuf can charge for his work. Avil Bastam, an ordinary shutuf, who on his own initiative just provides some work to the shutfus. Bastam shutuf shaasak yoster, ena notol schar terchaso. And the Mesivis acknowledges the halacha we began with that dafka schar behemta vachanusa yachalito. It's a mafrush halacha in Shulchan Aruch, he's allowed to charge for his shop, for his animal, that he's allowed to charge for. He's not allowed to charge for his personal labor. The Nesivas is not doesn't really explain the distinction so clearly. He, he says as far that for his personal labor, the other shifters can say, I would have done it too. So why can't the other shifters say, I would have let you use my animal, I would have let you use my shop. Not exactly clear, but this is what the Nesivas paskins, that a shifter can charge for the provision of his property, for his assets, his shop, or his animal but generally not for the provision of his work, for his labor, there the other shutuf can say, you didn't tell me, and I would have done it myself, and you can't charge me, you can't charge me for extra work that you did, since you didn't come to me first, and uh, we, didn't, we didn't agree on this, uh, on this arrangement. The Sivas is hard to understand, how is that different from the Zin of Yarek? 
For some reason, the Sivas tells us that the animal in the shop is different from your personal labor. But a Yorid also charges for personal labor. A Yorid charges for his tircha, and the halacha is explicit that a Yorid is allowed to charge the other shutfin. So how is a Yorid different from the from a shutf who provides tircha? So the truth is, there is a machlok stachronim about this nesivus. Pitzchechoshen brings in machlokas. He says, The chavaz yar holds like the nesivus, that a shutf who works for the shutfus does extra work, and he doesn't stipulate in advance that he wants to be compensated for it, is not entitled to charge the shutfus. That a shutf is allowed to charge for his work. And one of the, one of Riyakamemdin's Rayas is, is from the Din of Yared, is from the Din of Yared, that we see from Yared that a, that, that, that we see from the Din of Yared that a Shutuf who, who provides work, services to the Shutfus is allowed to charge for it. So what does the Nasivas mean when he says, what does the Chavaz Yar mean when he says that a Shutuf who does extra work for the Shutfus can charge? Why isn't that the same as Yared? The Riyakamemdin goes on and says, certainly he thinks a Shutuf can charge for extra work when it's really hard work, or particularly unpleasant work, embarrassing work, lower class labor, certainly we don't say he's mochel anything to the shutfus, and in such a case, Rebecca Memzin says, surely the shutfus can charge for the extra work that he did, and the Pesachoshin suggests, he says, even the Nesivas, who for some reason says that if he just provides some work to the partnership, he can't charge for it, that if for some reason it's not like a Yared, even the Nesivas would agree if the Malacha is very difficult, or if it's uh, bzuya, if it's degrading work, then, then, then maybe even the Nesivas would agree that, that the Shutuf can charge the Shutfus because if it's the kind of work that the partners typically don't do themselves, they would typically hire someone else to do it, and he volunteered to do it, then, then certainly, as we've seen in other contexts, if it's the kind of work that the Basin realizes it's implausible that he would have just volunteered and decided to do it himself, then he has the right to charge the shutfus. And so, so it could be everyone agrees in that case that a shutfus does have the right to charge the shutfus for extra work that he did.